Intimacy, identity, and inheritance. I have to say this because it's on the little handout we made for the middle schoolers, and they're going to be saying, oh, i got to fill these out so I can get some donut holes. So here is the foundation and heartbeat of living water, and the heartbeat of living waters. Well, the foundation and heartbeat of living waters is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. But the intimacy with God through the indwelling Holy Spirit. Our new intimacy with God through the indwelling Holy Spirit. Our new identity through the resurrection life of Jesus. And the inheritance that we carry and release because we are reconciled to a good father. So this next month, that last one is what we're going to be talking about. What does it look like for you? Full of the spirit. One in Christ with a good father. What does it look like for you to release your inheritance and walk that out? And so as we make that transition as as Christians, in the three ways that the Bible refers to us as Christians. And the three ways that the Bible refers, not the only three ways, but some of the ways that the Bible refers to us as Christians is adopted ambassadors or apprentices and ambassadors. And so I want to talk about those three things with you. And someone, kiddos, can a kiddo tell me what it means to be adopted? Adopted. Yes. You can't adopt a cat. Like if a cat doesn't have a home, what do you do? That's right. You adopt it. You bring it into your home. And not us, us stray cats, says that he has taken us and brought us, us stray cats, into his home and his heart. John 1.12 said, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed, yet to all who did receive him, To those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. How? By adopting us. As we talk about this all the time in Romans 8, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear when we received Christ, we received the Holy Spirit, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. And so because we are in Christ Jesus, the Son, we are one with God, we are one with him, we are one in him, which means that we are grafted in, we are adopted into family. And so we are, as Christians, we are adopted. That is part of our core identity. We are also apprentices. And Jesus' final instructions in Matthew 28 says this, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. In the New Testament, disciples, and the word disciple and ownership, or sorry, it means that Jesus, disciples, it means ownership, or sorry, it means that Jesus is our master. It means being an apprentice to Jesus in our daily lives. And so when we are a disciple, we are an apprentice. An apprentice is someone who follows a master and learns the way of the master. And so when we call Jesus the master, when we call him Lord, it means that he does have ownership and full access over all of our lives, but it also means that he has mastered 
following God and being fully human. And so we look to him as the example of what it looks like to live a life. That's what he showed us. And so he is calling us. He mastered. That's what he showed us. And so he is calling us to be apprentice, live like he is the one that I want. Master craftsman. He is the one that I want to live like. He is the one that I want to be like. Because we have this instruction in 1 John 2, 6. Whoever says that he abides in Jesus ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. These are extremely simple instructions, but if we are to be apprentices of Jesus, we are looking to him as the one who is the master, and we are learning to live a life that reflects him, because our instruction is that if we abide in Jesus, and so that is our goal, and that is our heart, he walked, and so that is our goal, and that is our heart as disciples and as apprentices, is that we would walk as Jesus walked. And that's what we're invited into as another tenet of our identity. Discipleship simply means, an apprenticeship simply means being with him, being like him, following his way, and making disciples as Jesus instructed us to do as he left this earth. And the final thing that we are is that we are called ambassadors. Ambassadors. Does anybody know what, any kiddos, (laughs) know what an ambassador is? This one's a little trickier. Maybe a middle schooler knows what an ambassador is. Oh, awesome. Yes, an ambassador. Follow something like Christ or follow something very close, very close. Follow something like Christ or follow something very close, very close. But, okay, what do we got? Ambassador, where's my second microphone person? No, it's too late now, Vanna. <laughs> yes. Either one, either one. Do a team. That's it. That's good. A representative. So an ambassador is a representative of a country who is living as a diplomat in another country. They are there. They are assigned to be there to represent a king or a kingdom in another nation and that they establish that place to say, I am here representing what a different with those who are also living here, who are connected with with those who are also living here who are connected with that king. And so as ambassadors, someone who is representing Christ, who is representing Christ's kingdom. And so in 2 Corinthians 5.20, therefore we are Christ's what? We are Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. And that appeal that he is making is to be reconciled to God. So the appeal that he is making through you as ambassadors in this life, in this world, is to be reconciled push. So the call to believe and has accomplished. So the call to believe and follow Jesus is made through and the way that we live in this world is the embodiment of God's kingdom and the way that we live in this world is the embodiment. It is the embodiment of the good news of Jesus and reconciliation. And so as ambassadors, as part of our core identity, as ambassadors, our citizenship is in God's kingdom and we are foreigners and exiles in this particular world, as First Peter tells us, which means that we belong, each one of us who are followers of Christ, we king to a different time, a different place, and to a different king than this king. 
And this is where I want to land. Just one step forward, further for us this morning. And this is where I want to land. As ambassadors, our homes and this church, by extension, are an embassy of God's kingdom. So as ambassadors, that we would be establishing our home as an embassy for God's kingdom. And so today I want us to consider how we live our lives and how we make our homes a refuge and a representation of God's kingdom. So very practically, your home is an embassy, your home nation. They represent the sovereign territory of their home nation. They represent the interests and the values of their king. In a Jesus is established that the kingdom of to be a place that the kingdom of Jesus is established that the kingdom of Jesus is represented and the kingdom of Jesus is a place where people can come and experience through my life and through my home the invitation into reconciliation with God. And I want to propose this morning a new way of thinking about your home and your family. What if you began viewing your home as an embassy of God's kingdom and your family as ambassadors whose lives represent King Jesus? As Christians, consider your home as a sovereign territory of the kingdom of heaven. How? Let me give you a few examples. This is not all of them by any means. Some of the ways that we can establish God's kingdom and hold the place for people is by practicing hospitality. Think about some ways that you can practice hospitality in your home. Another way that we establish, think about your neighbors. And I know that when you see is to love and serve our neighbors. Think about your neighbors. And I know that when Jesus says, love your neighbors as yourself, he is talking about have neighbors directly around with, but we also have neighbors directly around our life. And I would wager that they are probably not all the easiest to love people because they're like you and me and we are humans. And in that place of being neighbors, it is sometimes a struggle to love one another well. But as we establish an embassy of God's kingdom, we are called to love our neighbors. And so to begin that journey, practically, we just say, how can I love the neighbors that are directly around my life today? We can hold space for those who need a refuge. And it can be a refuge from anything. But to have a place, to have a home, and you can create a safe place for them, a place where they can let down, and you can love them, and you can create a safe place for them, a place where they can let down, a place where they can have a meal, a place where they can have a table, where they can belong, whatever it looks like. That next step is to just say, God, who would you call us to, in, to invite into our home that we would hold a space in our lives, in our hearts, or even at our table for those that need refuge? We all know that this life will beat you up. And there's so many folks who are just looking for a place to be safe in the midst of a storm. And our home as an embassy can be creating a place where God is known. The thing we can do is just be intentional in creating a place where God is known and recognized. How do I around my home on the place that God has given to me? As an ambassador who is creating an embassy given to me. As an ambassador who is creating an embassy around my life and from my home. So this is just a few ideas and examples of ways that we can do that. And so this morning I want to close this time by inviting you to come to the communion table. And we won't forget to read the Mad Libs, I promise. 
But I want to close this time by giving families or individuals an opportunity to take communion. If you are a follower of two, clear that when we come together that we are to take communion in remembrance of Jesus, remembrance of his complete atonement and the outpouring of his spirit, that death, his resurrection, his enthronement, and the outpouring of his spirit, that communion is a table for being together with him, but also remembering his completed work. So as we do that this morning, whether you're here as an individual or whether you're here as a family, we want to open up this communion table to followers of Jesus. And this is how I would love for you to approach the communion table this morning. As a family or as an individual, before you take communion, consider these following questions. Then take communion together over your home, choosing again to set it aside as an embassy of Jesus' reign and his kingdom for yourself and others. How can I and we, or we, make a home, our home an embassy of Jesus' kingdom? What are some tangible and creative ways that we can show hospitality and love to our neighbors? What keeps our home from feeling like an embassy? What keeps our home from feeling like an embassy? What would we like to do differently? What would we like to implement as a sort of rule of life for our home? What would it look like? What would we like to add? What would we like to do more of? Or what would we like to remove? And as you guys take communion together before God, whatever, my heart and my prayers that you would hold your home up before God, whatever it looks like. And I understand that a home looks different for every single person. Some of us are in small apartments with roommates. Some of us are in large houses with not very many people around. And we have lots of different expressions of home, and we have lots of different ways that that may play out in our life. But the, but the heart remains is that the places that we have as ambassadors is that we are to use the spaces that we have as an embassy of God's kingdom, a, a foothold and a stronghold for his kingdom to reign and to rule for our homes, for our families, for our neighbors, and for the community around us. And so here's what I have for you guys, and maybe uh, Christian and Anthony and Kate could help me hand these out. Those questions that I just read to you, about 10 minutes, and you can gather for you. If you guys would, just take about 10 minutes. And you can gather together as a family. You can spend some time together as an individual, Tom and Tom, and Andy. We are adopted in Christ, and we are ambassadors for his kingdom. And we are ambassadors for his kingdom. What does it look like in your home? What does it look like for your space to be an embassy? What does it look like for your space to be an embassy? So for, uh, we're going to turn on some music. It's 11 o'clock. We're going we're gonna to stay in this time of communion until about 11.10. And then we will come back together and we'll read the Mad Libs. It's a good way to close out a really intense spiritual time, huh? With like, hey, let's read the Mad Libs. But if you guys would, if you need to go, you're of course welcome to go. Remember that there's stuff um, in the lobby for you, the information center, the welcome centers out there. The great room is open. But if you'd like to stay in here for, with us for a few minutes, um, I think I have some for a few minutes with us together. 
optimal. If you would like to stay in here for a few minutes with us together as couples, as individuals, as families, to be able to take a few minutes to reflect on these questions. And then communion, of course, is open and available to you. It's right up here in the front. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would come and you would work in this time. From little conversations to deep conversations, with little hearts and minds, and families and individuals and couples. Lord, that we would give you this space and time to talk to us about what it looks like to create an embassy around our life with the homes and the apartments and the spaces that you have given to us. And as families, if you feel the need to talk or to pray, please don't feel like you have to be super quiet in this time. It's okay if you are having conversation, if we're praying together, if you're praying individually, it's, it's, a, it's absolutely 